those that may not know who you are and what you do, if you don't mind just doing a quick intro. All right, I just ran up the stairs, so <laughs> let, me, let me catch my breath here real quick. Um, my name is Kirby Chankin, and uh, I'm an entrepreneur here in Houston, Texas, and I'm on a mission to, to show people that, that they are great and that they are perfect and that they have everything they need inside of them and that nothing is missing, you know. Um, I was once kicked out of school. I used to smoke cigarettes. I used to do different types of drugs. We don't need to get into all those details. Kicked out of multiple schools, labeled ADD, labeled OCD. They told me I was too small. They told me that I had learning disabilities. And uh, I got inspired and I'm on my way now to becoming the best version of myself day in and day out. And I'm on a mission to, to show people that they can do whatever they set their minds to. And it um, and, and that's essentially the mission to Kirby Better. But hey, thanks for the opportunity, man, to, to come and share some words with you, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. Thank you for welcoming me into this beautiful studio with <laughs> all, you know. Um, your story definitely is inspiring, and it's always fascinating to hear, um, you know, people reach a certain level in their life where they're comfortable talking about certain things because a lot of people want to create that image of perfection or near perfection they don't want to talk about their vulnerabilities or their issues that they've had in the past yes because they're concerned about what other people would think or how they would be perceived and you know the fact that you've embedded that in your narrative and you kind of highlight and, and talk about why that that very thing or those things or experiences push you yes. to do what you do and it's 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 inspiring and it's a beautiful thing to have right and uh um, I'm, I'm loving everything you're doing too, man. I'm definitely going to have to get you on for, for my podcast, the See You at the Top podcast, but we're talking about your podcast today. And there, there was once a point where I remember when I graduated college, I was, uh, it was about six years ago from today, and I, I just graduated college, and my dad was so proud of me because I had graduated with about a 3.0 GPA and a kid who literally failed every math class he ever went into um, after the sixth grade level. Literally, I failed every single year, 6th, 7th, 8th. I was constantly in summer school and eventually I ended up getting kicked out of school and thrown into a behavior learning center. But my dad was just so proud of me that I really turned my life around and he started telling all of his friends my, you know, the, the highlights of my story. And, and, and I, I went up to my dad and I said, hey dad, you know, I'm, I really don't want you telling people my story. I'm not comfortable with you doing this. And he goes, okay, I'm just so proud of you, Kirby. And only until about you know, I just told my, my full story on the See at the Top podcast. If, you know, people can, can go to Kirby Better on YouTube and, and see the three episodes. And by the time you release this, you can go to seeyouatthetop.com, which I'm actually going to be announcing next week. Uh, and, and, and I feel like I'm, 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 I'm very grateful for my story now. And it's because I believe that everything happened to get me right where I am in the moment. And I think the reason I didn't want to tell it back then is because I was still searching. I was still trying to find myself. And I had a lot of... Uh, things that I just, I guess a lot of regret still back then, but it's like, I don't believe in the word regret. Now, I believe that everything is on the way, not in the way, and everything is happening to, to help us grow and become the best versions of ourselves. So I'm, I'm definitely um, glad to tell my story now, and, and, and I really do hope that it can help inspire others that are going through similar things, kids that were labeled AC, uh, OCD, ADD. Mm -hmm. Labels are, are uh, something that society tries to put on us, and I don't believe them. And I believe that every person on this universe has greatness inside of them and can do whatever they set their mind to. 100%, I definitely agree. And um, it's interesting because... You know, a lot of people have instances or experiences uh, within their journey that only make sense to talk about when they are doing something um, with their life in the present moment. 
and this is a conversation yes. that I've had in the past as well where um, you know just the whole idea of sharing your failures where you see a lot of people talking about their failures but they're not doing anything in the present moment and they talk mm. about their failures amongst people that are exactly like them where you know you have an echo chamber of like-minded individuals that then give the perception or create the perception of normality in a way where it's like I failed I'm talking about my failures this is, I see this on LinkedIn the most where okay. you know people will talk about their failures and then you go and see what they're doing and they're not doing anything they haven't learned progressed from their failures right but then there are people that like their their posts and engage with them which gives them the perception that they're doing something or they're, yes. they're achieving success right so it's almost valuing the perception over the actual progression and I'm curious to hear within your journey when you kind of made that switch to value the actual progression and not the perception that's being curated definitely man so it all started for me when I found Kirby better man it's my dream job it, you know you know I just smiled when you said that because it's just bang I can take myself right back to the moment I have two stories which I recently told on my podcast but I'll touch on them right now so I heard um Dr. Demartini, he's been on the, the documentary The Secret. He's the one who really ignited the flame with inside of me to really f- touch into my greatness. And I had the opportunity to hear him give a speech, and uh, we ended up um, riding there together. I dropped him off. Uh, dropped, it was at a church called Unity. Unity Strength, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started giving his speech, and I had heard his work before. I've heard it, you know, definitely was, was, was in tune with his work, but... There's something about when you're really there right in front of somebody, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, that energy. And I know right now we're in this age of Zoom and, and you know, people people having their business meetings over Zoom. And, and I think it's fantastic. But my businesses are going to continuously have in-person meetings because that connection in person is so much more powerful. I don't care what anybody says. 100%. And, and Dr. Demartini gave, started talking, talking uh, started doing his speech and he said, I was dyslexic. They told me I couldn't, I couldn't. I wasn't going to be able to ever pass reading at a, at a first grade level. They said that I, you know, I wasn't ever going to be able to read. I wasn't going to be able to write. Uh, and, he, and he then continued, to, continued on to say that labels are a bunch of BS. Uh, and he started talking about ADD, OCD. He, he just started saying that it's a bunch of BS labels and that every person, exactly what I just said in that intro, that we all have magnificence inside of us. And he spoke to me that day. He spoke to my soul. And he's gone on to read 30,000 books. He's a behavioral learning specialist. He's traveled, you know, almost more miles than anybody on the planet. He's a multimillionaire, and he's inspiring people all around the world. And he and he inspired myself to to really stop dropping all these labels. You know, I used to think that I needed to take medication. I used to take ADD and OCD OCD medicine because I used to have everything. If you look at my space, everything is perfectly aligned. Everything has a place. I can close my eyes. And in the Dropbox, which is where I organize all my companies, with my eyes closed, I can explain to you where every piece of data is in that Dropbox. And in my home, I can tell you where every piece of lotion, every little organic meal, because I eat very healthy, Mm -hmm. is. And people used to tell me that that was my biggest weakness. And until Dr. Demartini let me know that that's a bunch of BS, I realized that, you know, I stopped taking medication. And now I'm more inspired than ever. I'm growing more than ever. And 
one of my biggest strengths, if not my biggest strength, is how great I am at systems and processes. And that's OCD to me is is just the mind's way of saying you don't want to forget something. Right. So that's why I started writing everything down. I started writing my systems down. I have something called the Kirby Better Method, which I'm constantly sharpening and tightening up. And Demartini just just spoke to me that day, and one of the biggest things he talked about was the difference between motivation versus inspiration. In this space that me and you are in, everybody talks about got to get motivated, find your mm-hmm. motivation, positive thinking. You got to get positive. But that's not what it's all about. Balance is the key. And Dr. Demartini yeah. said, the kid who's ADD like myself, I could never pass math class. Every single year I failed math. It was humiliating to be a freshman in high school or a junior in high school still showing up to freshman math. And it was because that's not what I was inspired by. And that's why the school system fails these kids over and over. The school system is meant to set somebody up to work nine to five. It's not meant to show somebody to find their greatness and to do incredible things in the world. That's not what the school system is meant to do. It's it's meant to to build robots, in my opinion. I definitely agree. And, um, you know, you touched on a lot of things. One of the, one of the things I'd like to highlight a little bit more is, um, you know, having that sort of um, perceived weakness or I don't want to use the word disability, but right. um, that's what label. society, label, right? So I could definitely relate to that to an extent where... Um, you know, I've I've always had my bouts with mental health problems, uh, depression, anxiety, stuff yes. like that, and you know, even even other things that have been byproducts of um, early sort of marijuana use to an extent. Where oh man, I've been arrested twice for that. I don't know if I mentioned that. Good thing I got a dad who's a good criminal defense lawyer who's able to get <laughs> my cases dismissed. But no, I'm, I can relate to that as well. But it's it's um you know it's it's the effects of all these things, cumulative or separate, that I've had on my mental health and and I still battle that every day but I went from being on the victim end of the equation and and feeling bad about myself or justifying why I wasn't doing what I wanted to do to embracing my issues to using my issues in 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 a more positive manner and that transition isn't the easiest thing to do for a lot of people because they aren't even aware of how to do that yes. they don't even think that it's possible to be depressed and still be successful you know and and it's really difficult because at some point you have to prioritize one or the other do you want to feel better about yourself every day or do you want to be productive because if you don't feel better about yourself you can't really be productive or you can't be as productive as you need to be and that's something that i've i've gone through personally um which kind of resonated with me within your journey is to make that switch and to use these things um in a more positive way Definitely. Well, well, you know, I think that everybody goes through things of, uh, you know, bouts of of feeling maybe a little bit high, maybe feeling a little bit low. And something I'm constantly trying to do is I'm trying to find that center. I don't believe in just positive or negative. I don't believe that something is just negative. I believe that everything is, there's blessings in every little thing that's happening to us. Your past got you to right where you are. It is what it is. Um, But I was explaining the difference between, between motivation versus inspiration. And, um, you know, I think it's amazing that you're talking about your story right now as well because you're inspiring a lot of people with your podcast. I, you know, I'm, I really enjoy it. Appreciate that. But, but the difference between motivation versus inspiration is, is, is the same thing with ADD and OCD. If you're ADD and attention deficit, think about this. Think about a, a kid walking through the mall. Think about a husband and a wife walking through the mall, okay? This is the difference between motivation versus inspiration. A kid walking through the mall and uh, a husband and a wife walking through the mall – and 
at the end of at the end of their time walking through the entire mall, the husband goes to the wife, "Did you see that sports store?" The husband loves sports. He goes, "Did you see that sports memorabilia place in the Galleria?" And the wife goes, "No, I didn't see any sports stores." But sweetie, did you see that Louis Vuitton red bottom heel mm-hmm. sitting on the rack there? And the husband goes, "We walked by Louis Vuittons. I know. I, I you know, I, I didn't even see that." Right. And that's the exact difference between motivation versus inspiration. The the, the you you see what you want to see. If you're mm-hmm. not inspired by learning math then you're not going to see math and you're not going to excel in it. But right. what you're inspired by, you're going to naturally call and you're going to naturally focus on. So that husband was inspired by sports. He was inspired by sports memorabilia. And that's exactly why he paid attention to that. So he wasn't, if you take him to study Louis Vuitton heels in fashion, he's going to be ADD. He's going to be OCD. He's going to be attention right. deficit. But if he studies sports, you ask him any question about sports, he knows every little detail, every little statistic, and the same and vice versa with the wife. And that's why the key is to find what your values are. Find what you're most inspired by. And for me, I'm most inspired by health. I'm most inspired by business and personal development. And that's exactly what Kirby Better is. And when I got aligned with my highest values, you, you know, you, you, when I got aligned with my highest values, I then decided decided because I think the key is to start a business around what you're most inspired by because then you yep. become LeBron James on the basketball court. You do what you love and you love what you do. And that's exactly what Kirby Better is to me. Kirby Better has become the highest version of myself. Right. And it's that thing that's holding me accountable. And that's exactly what these Kirby Better stories are that I'm posting every week on social media. It's, it's, it's my driving force. And I think everybody's driving force is whatever their highest values are. Maybe it's they love their fam- they love their, their kids so much and they just want to get healthy to be able to see their daughter walk down the aisle. So that's mm-hmm. what's driving them to do better, to, to be better, to wake up every single day. And, and maybe it's this podcast for you or whatever. You know, everybody has that driving force that, that's their greatness. And I think it lies within understanding who you are, what you want. And, and the Greek gods used to call it your telos. And it's all about axiology, the study of values, and really understanding what you value most and what's at the top of your value chain. Definitely agree. And, um, you know, this day and age kind of makes it easier to pursue whatever it is that you're interested in and turn it into a career. Because at the end of the day, not everybody has the luxury to go through that exploration because of the obligations that they may have in front of them, right? Because people have to go to school they have to essentially bring some sort of return on on the investment of the parents or the sacrifices right. of the parents, and this um, this pans out across cultures, cultural differences where you know certain cultures don't encourage uh, kids to pursue whatever they want. Amen and it, to and that. It is, um, it's it, not only is that a deterrent; it's also limiting what the what the individual could add to society in a way. You know, you could literally have. Um, the best basketball player of all time who wasn't allowed to play basketball because his parents or her parents yes. wanted them to be a mathematician or whatever you this we've heard this analogy before but the point that i'm trying to narrow down is that having the luxury to pursue what you want to pursue to build the life around exactly what your values are is something that can be achieved if you don't have it and you can achieve it by pursuing the normal path when you need to so yes you have to go to school go to school but understand that if you make enough sacrifices if you say you know what i don't need to party every weekend i don't need to go to every single engagement that i'm um you know expected to be at or whatever it may be if you make those sacrifices you can you can do that and you know if you're lucky enough if you're consistent enough if you work hard enough the thing you do, the hobby, the, the the business, whatever you build on the side, that could become the primary thing. 
and it's Definitely. there's no better feeling than waking up and doing exactly what you want to do every single day.